Hello, everyone, and welcome to Nom Watch Review, part of Nom Talk Network. On this show, we review the latest film drop or a throwback, celebrating a milestone while eating and drinking our favorite movie snacks and drinks. In my case, it's a homemade meal provided by my parentals, so it's really awesome. Uh, and if you don't know who I am, my name is Jordan Orozco, and right now I'm enjoying some lovely stir fry. Yum, 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 yum. Um, thank you, Rents, for making that. I just got off work, so I was like, Save me some. And so they got it. And I'm also drinking a Truly. Um, it's truly magnificent and some water as well. Um, and I'm going to introduce some guests that we have today. So thank you all for joining me and joining us here at NomTalk Network. Um, so far, I have loved getting to know these guests, uh, but let me introduce them and then I'll have them say a little bit about themselves. So let's start with Yaya. What's going on, girl? Hi. Oh my gosh, I know I haven't been on here in a hot minute, but I'm so glad to be back. Hello, my name is Yaya and I, you can find me, well, I, oh, oh my gosh, <laughs> I am Yaya, <laughs> I am the Yaya of J Palace Yaya, as well as my Hibachi, and I am eating some noodles that my mom prepared for me, thank God say, my mom's lover, love parent cooking, and I am enjoying myself a little red wine. Or it could be blood. It's perfect for today. Ooh, I, I like know. the blood. I know. That's great. AB positive. <laughs> <laughs> and great. I'm also enjoying some lemon water on the side just in case. <laughs> Absolutely. Got to cleanse, cleanse and retox, cleanse and yes. retox. Um, and our other guests for tonight, we have Alex and Ethan. How are you all? Doing great. Doing, Doing great. Good. good to see you all. Um, so what's going on with you? Uh, well, we're just uh, ready to, we're really hyped to talk about this movie. I'm drinking a, we're drinking a Coors Light um, because this is a very light beer kind of movie. Um, <laughs> yeah, uh, she also has a fruit punch here because it's red and uh, some hostess snacks. They're also red. So. Yes. That's is there a first time? <laughs> oh, nice. Well, welcome. welcome. I know it's like my first time meeting you and so. This has been really awesome getting to know you all so far. I'm really upset that I didn't. I don't have anything red. Actually, that's a lie because my truly is hibiscus flavored and it's red. So I, I did yes. that without any knowledge. So good for me. Um, I was just like, oh, okay, whatever. Yes. Um, so in case any of you don't know, we're talking about blood today. No. So today's <laughs> film that we are discussing is the uh, 2002, The Queen of the Damned. Now, this is starring stars like Stuart Townsend, Marguerite Moreau, Vincent Perez, Claudia Black, who I love from Farscape. Yes, I was an original Farscape fan. Um, Lena Olin, and of course, the wonderful and talented and amazing Aaliyah, um, who I love outside of this movie um, and all that other stuff that I was doing, um, for uh, that she was doing, excuse me, um, for, for that. So um, let's get into it. Let's get right into this because I'm sort of feeling some mixed energy here, right? So <laughs> for me, leading up to it, it was really, it was odd because, you know, I think we were doing a little bit of a pre-discussion and like this came out when I at least was in uh, high school and it was, it was a movie that was like, boot like it was like goth hot topic when it was like you know black boots all that stuff right not what it is today which is like anime cartoons and then like a sprinkle 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 or you know other other things that they used to do um and I was really excited for it right um but seeing it again at my ripe age of 34 I was like what what was I thinking it was like one of those things um it was really really it was really interesting how did you all feel let's start with um Alex and Ethan 
you go you go um, first you have, you have a lot of history <laughs> than I do with it so uh yeah I probably watched it um many years ago I'm just gonna say probably like middle school and yeah I was so into it and I feel like it was just due to like the aesthetic or maybe just the main character I think I was just into his vibe um I just I can't remember specifically like what parts I like loved but I just remember after watching it I just felt like it was just the vibe that I was feeling at that time possibly um and then I don't know if you wanted me to go into like how I feel about it now but as far as then yeah I was like totally into it and I would have given it four stars out of five absolutely uh well for me I mean the only frame of reference I had prior to watching Queen of the Damned was uh Interview with the Vampire um which has Lestat is Tom or Tom Cruise as Lestat um yeah that was that was one of those movies that was always on rotation on like TNT in the late 90s yeah so it was always on um yeah and yeah I hadn't seen this um I know she had a lot of reverence for this film Queen of the Damned (laughs) and about we got about 15 minutes into this movie and I look at her and she's just quiet and I was was just kind of like aren't you like a fan of this movie it's sort of it's sort of all started unravel from there so yeah absolutely and Yaya what was your take on this like your experience up until watching it recently so um for me like I grew up with the Vampire Chronicles um it was like a huge part of my um it was a huge part of my personality growing up. I loved reading the books. And of course, when I loved watching interview with the vampire and same with, um, same with like the whole idea of like the aesthetics of that movie was so like, it called to me as like this young little angsty, like preteen. Like it was during like, um, because this movie came out when I was like 11. Um, so this is, that was around the time that like, you know, it was right before middle school. That's also around the time I got to anime, ironically. But, um, but it like really, like, I remember watching this. I was like, yes, I'm like, this is what I want my life to be. This is what I want. Like, you know, um, I think we were talking about this, how like um, what Jesse went through in the film. That's what I wanted to go through. I'm like, why can't I? I was doing like the whole like um Bella from like Twilight. Like, why can't a hot like vampire guy come for me <laughs> and sing like rock songs to me and serenade me and like bite me? Oh, yeah. <laughs> it's I like, wanted to be bitten. You know right? I mean? Yeah. Right. Oh my gosh. I think um there was oh there was like what was it like? Was something daddy when we talked i think this is like a, a old nom talk uh network update we did like we were talking about halloween it was something daddy i was like not vampire dad neck daddy <clears throat> thank you stephanie <laughs> neck daddy i needed a neck daddy and list that was that <laughs> ultimate neck daddy at that time <laughs> i like i like that term i never heard of i do too i really do that was great i'm gonna use that just in general from now on be like, are you gonna be my neck daddy? Yeah. <laughs> I'm gonna be like, you're weird. Um, yeah, so it, it's really good that we have context from you, Yaya, from the 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 uh, books from Anne Rice because you know it's really awesome because I haven't read the books, you know, and so just seeing the movie when I was younger, it was like I was totally into it. But having that frame of reference is really good. So we're definitely gonna be sort of uh, sourcing you for the rest of this conversation um, moving forward. Okay, so. Here goes, here it goes. Here on Not Not Much Review, we do uh, ratings based off of popcorn buckets. And so far, um, we all need to give sort of how many buckets. So we're gonna do 
from zero to five or one to five popcorn buckets, what would you all give it? Let's start with you, Yaya. I give I give this uh, movie a three uh, popcorn buckets out of five. Um, it was good. <laughs> it was good but it wasn't I'm like as I said we I've watched this when I was young and I thought it was amazing and re-watching it I was like what what <laughs> what is what happened it used to be so good and of course like um now like uh I guess like I in a way now I do kind of compare it more with Interview the Vampire than I did as a kid when I was a kid it was like oh the uh, queen of a it was so good but now watching it and I'm just like as much as um who's the actor uh, Stuart Townsend yeah yes Stuart Townsend um as much as like he did he did a good job portraying Lestat but he I he didn't feel like Lestat to me like it's like especially in the books and with like I'm sorry but like Tom Cruise as Lestat in Interview with the Vampire oh my gosh that is that is ultimate neck daddy beautiful <laughs> yes he's gorgeous and um according to the books that's uh Tom Cruise's portrayal is very very accurate to the book Lestat in the book is like this little foppish little um aristocrat and he has like you know shoulder length like golden hair like gray eyes that reflect blue or violet depending on like the thing and he's supposed to be this beautiful little like prince actually um Lestat's uh, nickname in the book is the brat prince he's aristocratic he's gorgeous and unfortunately I don't think this actor portrayed that I think he was a little too like nitty-gritty for like what Lestat is supposed to be and so that's why for me like um of course like sorry excuse me um one of the reasons why I give it like a three out of is because the music for me was probably the best part Mm -hmm. of this film um I, I yeah I think so too I think for me like as as sexy as Stuart Townsend is, I think it was more because he, you know, he was also in the League of Extraordinary Gentlemen and played Dorian Gray. Mm-hmm. I was like, it literally was Dorian Gray, but with a black wig on. Yeah, and exactly. and I was like, but obviously this came out before, right? League of Extraordinary yeah. Gentlemen. I think it was uh, five years, you know, before. I, th- I um, think the Extraordinary Gentlemen was like two thousand three. Yeah. Okay, mm-hmm. yeah, and and like I, I was like, oh, cool, Sean Connery, like. Uh, I forgot Seth or whatever his name was, but he was also in that. And I was like, yeah. And I was like, Ooh, I like, I like him. Wherever I, and then I was like, Oh, he played the stop. But I think it also was sort of that, that time where like grunge metal and like goth mm. and punk metal was sort of like, you know, like, like, how do, how do I put it? Like, um, I, and I think this was when I was in high school, but it was like uh, Evanescence, that sort of like, that sort of genre sort of took off. Right. And it was mm-hmm. like, goth metal and it was like all this stuff and and I think that's sort of what they were they were thinking and reimagining and tailoring this movie to um what about Alex and Ethan what it, how many popcorn buckets would y'all give it um after uh re-watching it yeah like so we actually got into it 15 minutes in and we didn't watch it again for another like seven days <laughs> <laughs> like I needed some time she, she to was, really like commit you know like, yeah. I was um, I was re- I was already committed she yeah, was cr- she was just cringing I, too hard yeah <laughs> um, so, um yeah I gave it a one popcorn bucket out of five now 
Um, me personally, I was sort of into the camp appeal of it at first, and then I was just getting bored. Um, mm. Yeah, and yeah, it, it went from like a one to about a half popcorn bucket. <laughs> so that that's where I'm at right now. Yeah, and and was it just the style? Was it the story? Like, was it everything? Like, what um, was it? Well, it. I think like for me it was like the plot and understanding like because like for me um I'm kind of like new when it comes to like understanding like well-developed storylines so I feel like because there's a you know interview with the vampire I felt like I needed I was realizing like it doesn't feel very like layered and understanding um I don't know if it's because like Maybe things were like cut out, like how Yaya was saying before. Yeah, it like, feels like it feels all like over a, the place. Yeah, so yeah. like having a hard time connecting each scene together. So for me, it was like more plot, and then definitely like makeup when you like really. My my thing was, it just it didn't feel scary enough. It didn't feel sexy enough. <laughs> it didn't feel gross enough. All <laughs> uh, like. It seemed like for the first half hour or so, whenever they showed somebody getting bit, it would just cut away. And it's like, no, I, I want to see blood. I want to see, I want to see the the holes in the neck, you know. And it it was a vampire movie that they took the teeth out of. It felt like. Oh, I'll agree. That was good. That was good. <laughs> wow, we're just coming up with like sayings tonight. That's great. Neck daddy. <laughs> neck daddy the teeth were at like this is great I'm loving this um yeah I I would say my my rating would be a two out of five popcorn buckets I think only because if I saw this when I saw this back in 2002 or 2003 right I was like going through this stage right and I was like this is the greatest movie ever and it was like five out of five popcorn buckets and now I look back and I'm like what it's like, what was I watching? Like, really, you watched Twilight? Like, it was that sort of mindset where it was like, why would you think this is a perfect thing? Like, why would you want, you know? And so I think for me, you're right. Stylistically, and like, let's just talk about the story for a second. And those of you that haven't seen it, spoilers, but if you haven't seen it, it's been 20 years. By the way, 20 <laughs> years today, right? Oh my let's gosh. acknowledge that. That's insane. Um, but I, for me, I think... Uh, yeah, just the story itself, you're right. It was all over the place. It was like, it starts out with him narrating how he was, he fell asleep because, you know, he didn't want to, you know, he just, he want, he didn't want to participate in the world anymore. And then all of a sudden he gets woken up by these weird hicks playing in an attic where it was his attic. And then all of a sudden they're successful because he's like, I'm going to make you successful. And then it was like, but, but how, sir? Like, how did you exactly. do that? Like, exactly. Like, mm -hmm. Did you did you glamour them? Like, did you like what what was the what was the story up until then? And yeah, yeah I don't know if that no, is like explained in the book. Yeah, but okay. So uh, this part, it's 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 been a hot while, hot minute since like I read the books too. But from what I remember, because um, the whole part of him falling asleep, like his slumber and waking up, wasn't actually acknowledged in Queen. It was kind of acknowledged but it was brought up in uh the previous book which was uh the vampire Lestat and like that was like a whole thing because um what we end if I remember correctly what we end with like before to that is because he just kind of got sick of the modern world and he just slept and it was the rock music apparently that did wake him up and then like that kind of stuff but like it's just 
I do want to admit that the whole segmentation of the um of the movie it is kind of accurate to how the book writes so in uh queen of the damned it's for what they try to do is actually okay because the book if they completely translated the book into a film like into film it would have been a lot more questions for you guys because the first like half of the book basically is just segments of different vampires different ancients so you have like uh marius i think you had louis you had like all of them just like suddenly like have like images of these like twin um these twin redheads and that's like you know that leads the whole question like who are they before leading into the whole like you know oh introduction of um the queen like you know um akasha and Inku and that kind of stuff um but like what was i lost my train of thought <laughs> but like that's the thing it's just like it's like really really weird so with i think believe it's just like he the thing with Lestat is that like when he was turned uh he was actually left behind like a huge like no matter how much he spent that money would not like um disappear because like he uh in the second book um of course spoilers but like in the second book um when he was turned his sire immediately kills himself right after turning Lestat but he leaves behind um a huge sum of money because of uh, his sire was an ancient so Lestat is not considered an ancient vampire but in the movie you have like you know Marius you have um um who are the other ones they didn't even introduce the other vampires which kind of made me mad yeah but they, like, they just kind of appeared they were just at like the very end right hey. yes yeah, they're like hey bitches we should probably get Lestat back yeah. oh I guess because <laughs> it was like it was like um Marius Pandora Maharet, Pandora. Right? yes yeah. um so yeah they didn't even really introduce like Pandora and you wouldn't know Pandora unless you read the books or read uh Pandora the the novel um there was technically that young blonde cute looking one was supposed to be Armand because Armand was dis was played by Antonia Banderas and I'm so sorry for those who love um uh, with interview with the vampire Antonio Banderas was the worst casting in that movie for um because uh, technically Armand was supposed to be this young, kind of like border fledgling. He was like a young boy, beautiful little like, you know, little doll looking guy. And he get Antonio Banderas and I'm like, oh, um, I, like I love the man, but it's like um, not best for Armand. But yeah, there was Armand. Uh, there was supposed to be like Cayman, but Cayman, I didn't see Cayman. I don't think I saw Cayman, but it was like all these other ancient vampires. And so, um, yeah, so it's like yeah. they didn't introduce that, but as I say, uh, with the whole, where was it going with the ancient ones again? I'm so sorry, I'm like losing my train no, of okay. thought today. What, what, um, while you re while you remember, I'll just read. Yeah, well, I'll just read some comments. Q says, "I remember this movie, and it's one of those movies that just perfectly matched, just like the book. Also, the soundtrack was slamming." Um, Zural Tima eighteen said, "I remember watching the movie, but I can't remember anything about the movie," <laughs> <laughs> which yeah, is no. basically, it's it. it I mean. To me, watching it now, I'm like, it's forgettable. Mm -hmm. Like, it wasn't like, wow, like, this is something I definitely want to talk about. And I think this is another topic that we can get into. And we can start with um, Alex and Ethan about it. Um, I think, obviously, the poll for this movie was Aaliyah, right? That was the poll for the Queen of the Damned. Like, it's about her. It's about, like, it. you, you know, yeah, it is surrounding the stat. And yeah, you're like, okay, like, we know who he is. But then ultimately, right? Uh, Akasha falls in love with Lestat and I don't know if that's you know how that is but 
how did you feel about acting choices for for Akasha and Aaliyah doing that? Uh, the the, uh, the whole thing that the I The gloves are off. The gloves mm-hmm. are off. The whole thing I couldn't get out of my head because I'm not a big music person, so I don't know much about Aaliyah's music. But um, I couldn't get out of my head the fact, because I do remember before this movie came out, I remember she, she died in that plane crash in 2001. You know, I remember that. And then uh, recently we watched that R. Kelly documentary where it talked about how Aaliyah was married to him for a little bit. And I just couldn't, I just couldn't remove that while watching her on screen. Mm-hmm. So that was, that was already a demerit. But then it also reminded me of, do you remember the 2016 Suicide Squad where Kara Devlin, I don't Delvin. know how to say Kara Delvin. Yeah. She played the Enchantress. Mm-hmm. And I mm-hmm. swear to God, Aaliyah is doing the same performance. Kara Delvin is doing the same as. Yeah. Or, or <laughs> they're both doing the same like, performance. Yeah. It's, it's, it's all like <laughs> just gyrating and. It just, there wasn't much there. I feel like uh, the voice modulation, it took me like, it took me like, I don't know. It was like a se- the second or third scene with Aaliyah. And I was like, are they doing something with their voice here? Like, yeah, what's going yeah. here? So, so fun, I mean, not fun fact, because that's not fun at all. But, you know, Aaliyah died in the middle of filming Queen of the Damned. And mm-hmm. a lot of the scenes they had to, um, they had to, yeah, they, well, well, they had to redo, but there were some scenes where her accent was so, I don't want to say bad, but her accent was so thick that mm-hmm. they had to get her brother who sounds just like her to come in and dub over, which is why you might hear that. Right, that and so he, he came in and had to dub over some of the stuff that they couldn't understand oh. because she couldn't oh, film it again. Yeah. And so they, so he got, he got brought in to do some of the, some of the scenes for him or that, for her. That really, that really makes sense now that I think about mm-hmm. it. And like, yeah. <laughs> feel that in the movie that she's not really she's not really she doesn't really factor in too much it feels like yeah absolutely and like for me it was also like I think that was the pull it's kind of like putting like yesterday we were talking about Uncharted it's like putting Spider-Man and Marky Mark into a video game film and trying to pull sort of those people which it's like great, Tom Holland is Spider-Man and he's already a part of the nerddom, right? He's part of the geekdom, it's the Marvel MCU, right? But then it's like, when you try to pull him into another fandom that's like, has been waiting years for this movie, it, it, it are, are you pandering or are you really trying to say, hey, this was the best pick that we had, right? And so I think Aaliyah was that, right? I think there were people in this time that could have definitely played the role 100% better but I think this was the pull for this movie, mm-hmm. especially at that time. And she was still big, right? Like yes. she was still doing that. Yeah, and we had no idea what was going on behind the scene yet, right? Like it, you, we kind of, people knew who knew, but we, like as the younger generation, like we didn't know until clearly 20 years, 15 years later, right? And you're like, oh, wow. Like this was a, this was years of like, doing what they did and so I mean I feel like they definitely could have done better yeah and there was some scenes where I was like what are you doing like you're you're what are you like a snake kind of thing <laughs> oh and then and then it's like you can burn people up which I thought was pretty mm-hmm. badass I'm like I would want that power like cool like I don't like you you're gonna die and I'm <laughs> like you know what I mean like I'm gonna I'm gonna say what you know um but I wanted to ask Yaya how was that in comparison to the <clears throat> book like is she that powerful so 
<clears throat> yes. Also, I remember the whole ancient thing. The whole ancient thing with Listas because he had a lot of money. Ancient, like ancient vampires live for a long time. They have a lot of money. Listat got that. Anyways. <laughs> um, but actually in the book, Akasha is like horrible. It's actually like, I don't think Aaliyah like really portrayed her very well. I don't think it's her, but I also think it's just the script and everything as well. Was that Akasha's <clears throat> character was not portrayed and written very well or true to the story in the film. Like, okay, so for the book, The Queen of the Dam was the introduction to how vampires were made. <clears throat> Sorry. Um, so that's the reason why she is the queen of the damned is because she was the first vampire. Um, and there's like a whole backstory to that. And I don't want to like say certain words because it's not really good words. But basically in the past, it's like she was the queen of um, pre-Egypt. It was like Kemet. She was pre. Um, and uh, so actually, they actually never even, one of the major important uh, stories to Akasha's story is actually Maharet and Mikare. Maharet is in the film, Mikare isn't. Um, and those were their twin um, witches that kind of ties into the Mayfair, uh, which is um, part of the Chronicle series, um, Vampire Chronicle series. But anyway, so basically Akasha was this young, beautiful queen, but she was so bloodthirsty. She was like the whole idea of like, oh, I'm the queen, what I say goes, nothing can touch me. And so um, what happened with like Akasha, like um, basically she, kidnaps these two um the twins Mahare and Mikare and then like we're like oh we heard that you can talk to spirits and then they're all like yeah <laughs> and they're like okay talk to these spirits but we're like well we did and then but like just so Akasha was um asking this uh asking the twins like oh all these questions and asking basically like you know like psychic like oh tell me these answers and all, the, the twins did it they portrayed their they they showed their powers they asked the thing but all of the um answers that the spirits gave them went against what akasha wanted to hear mm. so what she does is that like okay you are blasphemous you are heretics because none of your answers goes with what i wanted to hear i'm gonna imprison you have someone take advantage of you to show that you are weak and then they let him go. And then like, uh, so unfortunately, uh, the reason why Maharet uh, in the film actually has the descendants, remember how she says mm -hmm. like, oh, I had it before Akasha turned me. She uh, got pregnant from the unfortunate encounter by one of oh, the, yeah. yeah, she got pregnant and um, they went back. And then, but uh, her sister Mikare was all like, oh, she was really angry. So she actually like made a contract with one of the really bad spirits to like, um, torment Akasha and Enkil until like to the point that like you know uh they started going mad and all the nobles started like you know the nobles like um like wanted to what's that thing called riots like a coup and mm -hmm. then like try to kill them and they almost died but with the whole spirit the reason why vampires exist in the vampire series was because the spirit that um that was tormenting Akasha and them liked drinking blood and so he actually mm. merged himself with Akasha. And um, so she actually became the first vampire. And mm. she turned Enkel, who turned everyone else. And then they, they went and go kidnap the twins again, mm. the poor twins. And then like, you know, they're like, oh, hey, like 
we're powerful now. What you try to do didn't work. So we're going to imprison you for the rest of your life. And then like um, one of their like um, guards turned the twins and they try to escape. And then Akasha was like, no, you can't. What she does, she gouges out Mahara's eyes and cuts off Mikado's tongue, puts them into two like stone coffins and sends them off to opposite sides of the ocean. So um, I, if I remember correctly, Maharet landed in Greece while uh, Mikado landed in like uh, Southern America. And then basically, and then like everything that Akasha, like she, she does, everything she does is horrible. And they don't really portray that in the movie. It's like, she's like, yeah, like, you know, you have to listen to me or else like, you know, then you die. But in the book, her thing wasn't just, she wanted to like take over the world. She wanted to kill 90% of the men and make the world into it's like female Eden where like, you know, fe females are like superior and that kind of stuff. Yeah. And I don't remember if I remember correctly, did it show in the film that she kills like her husband, like the others, the other? Yeah, oh, in the film? Yes. Well, in the film, so I don't know if you all remember, it was when Lestat discovers their their hiding place or their tomb mm -hmm. that uh, Marius is keeping. Yes. And then Lestat drinks from Akasha. Yes. And then uh, because his band is playing, it mm -hmm. awakens Akasha. Yes. And you see uh, the, the king, he basically, oh, his neck oh, is ripped open. out. Okay, yeah. Yes. And basically she she took his power. Yeah. Uh, okay. That, okay. I, I think I kind of just blanked out at that point for so long. I was like watching. I was like, <laughs> yeah. it's it's very, it's very easy to in this. Yeah. Movie. It's very so easy to. And just, she, yeah. yeah, she does kill Ankle, and then like she wants to make Lestat because Lestat is really powerful. Lestat has drink from ancients. Like Lestat at that point is probably the most powerful vampire because he has drinking from Magnus which is his like sire which was an ancient he's drinking drink from like uh, Marius and that kind of stuff so <clears throat> he's very powerful and that's like the reason why she's drawn to him and that kind of stuff but no she's she's kind of a butt in the book <laughs> <laughs> yeah I think too just to give reference so when we're talking about Maharet that's Lena Olin who played uh, Jesse mm -hmm. uh, her aunt in it right and yes. so that's where you sort of get that and then Jesse who's played um, by Marguerite Moreau um, let's talk about Jesse's character because that was a, like so <laughs> you know I am all for strong female leads I'm all about you know putting women for and I I just didn't feel like Jesse's character was a strong lead. I didn't feel like that was, I feel like they could have done much more with that and they didn't in the movie. It was more, <clears throat> you know, and I don't know if it was pro a product of their time, but I was just like, I, I wasn't feeling Jesse at all. I wasn't, do I wasn't feeling it. I didn't see why Lestat eventually became quote unquote attracted to Jesse. It, it was just sort of like, like, sort of like what Ethan was saying. It everything just sort of happened without any explanation, and then it was like, well, no, I kind of want to know why, but you didn't really, you know, you couldn't really say it. So, um, what what did we all think of Jesse, Jesse, and sort of the interaction with Lestat? Bland. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um, she just seemed. She just she was she's an obvious audience surrogate character you know just just so just so we know what's going on she doesn't know what's going on so she's 10 steps behind everything and oh man and i kind of didn't know what was going on with um is was that professor or the person that she it was like her about? boss oh, uh david 
was David into her? And then she's like into like you know, is it kind of supposed to be this? Is like, he getting he, is he getting cucked by Lestat? <laughs> yeah, like no, he's, he's getting blocked. He's getting blocked. Yeah. Okay. That was one. That's one. Th- that's one thing I understand. Because he just shows yeah. up. David just shows up at the at the blast yeah. concert at the mm. and it I'm just like seems oh, like. Yeah, it almost seemed like everybody just showed up at the concert. Everybody like everybody just showed up out of nowhere. And then you're like, uh, right. But so Lestat has been trying to get the vampires out of hiding. Like it was just this weird. Out in the open. Yeah. And, and I like, I, I do have to say, I, I will say that for the aesthetic of the movie, I mean, it, it it reached out to the audience that it reached out to and that's why it was so big right it was those teens it was that angst right it was that it was the feeling of like oh these are vampires who have a story to tell all this stuff but it really sort of caught the audience that it needed to and it was successful back then right we're looking at it now through a lens of like if this were put out like there probably would be stars that were you know a little bit more tailored to their tailored to what's going on you know all that other things but i think it did what it did uh just really quick you said like i said the soundtrack was awesome but if i produced the soundtrack i would put together a goth metal super group with the members of type o negative black sabbath fear factor fear factory and nine inch nails that's Ooh. great um, <laughs> yeah also fun fact soundtrack uh you said fun fact soundtrack album by jonathan davis and richard gibbs from corn mm-hmm. i didn't know that yeah. I mean, I, I was never, I like, was never into that type of music when I was growing up. The boys that I were into were, but I wasn't. I was like, oh, like Mariah Carey, Brady Spears. But um, yeah, but, I, you know, I did some, you know, so that's a good fun fact to know. Um, yes. And so let's go into. One more thing on Jesse. Yeah. I wanted to mention, um, there's the scene where she wants to be turned, right? She wants to be turned by oh. Lestat, the vampire. <laughs> and, and he takes her up to Griffith Observatory. <laughs> And and he he's scoping out. There's a vampire who's trying to pick up on a on a human <laughs> here, and he scares the vampire away. Kind of a cool moment, kind of just kind of. I won't give it too much credit. <laughs> but then I remember Jesse says to Lestat, "What are you doing? <laughs> oh God, like what? What's not registering here? You're right. Change, and he's gonna show you what." <laughs> we all knew at that moment. She's just bland in general. That's the thing, though. If like she wasn't that big of a thing in the book, she's actually not that big of a character in the series. Actually, David is because David was actually one of the uh, main characters in the next book, which is the tale of the body thief. And um, I think like of course like um, what I think like they really wanted to put Lestat with like Lestat had to like fall in love with her because that's like you know the thing that has to happen mm-hmm. when like you know I'm sorry but like Lestat's soulmate is definitely Louis so yeah, yeah. yeah they, had to have a, they had to have a heterosexual relationship yeah mm-hmm. so I was just kind of like Ugh. and then yeah. the ending with like Marius and Bia like hello and I was like the, oh the uh, one thing that one thing that really bothered me was yeah the Marius character is that mm-hmm. is that his name yes. yeah there's just nothing there between him and Lestat and it's like this should be like Louis Lestat from Interview with the Vampire but there's just nothing there it's it's a completely hetero male relationship there you know and yeah I think this would be a really good like I think watching the Interview with the Vampire would be another good not much review because I feel like after this we'd be like. So this movie, oh my god! Right, that was that was a classic. (laughs) We'd be like gay gay rights, right? 
Um, yeah, I, I do feel like I do feel like this definitely it sounds like and you can correct me Aya, but it sort of strayed away from just sort of the central thesis and aspect of what Anne Rice's uh, Vampire Chronicles were all about, right? Like this, mm -hmm. I feel like this was a pander movie and this pandered oh, yeah. to the audience that it needed to reach. Um, yes. And I feel like for one, my expectations were different back then than they are now, where it's like, I can watch a movie, I'm not a film critic, right? But I could watch a movie and be like, that wasn't a good movie because you tried too hard, right? Like mm -hmm. you tried a little bit too hard to like sort of cater to you know, aspects of your audience versus watching a movie that genuinely gives, you know, ode to, right, like, to sort of like a sort of audience or a niche audience or fandom of what, you know, what needs to happen. I think, you know, the, the, the audience that it was trying to reach versus like nowadays, right, like, let's say, for example, you try to throw this movie out when there's already been sort of like a Twilight, there's already been you know, shows like, um, gosh, what's that one show? I think it was like, yeah. Vampire Diaries. Yeah. So there's Vampire Diaries, but then there's also, I started watching this show and it just got terrible. Um, is it recent? Yeah, it was, uh, it was a woman. Uh, it's like the end of the world and vampires, like they rule and. Underworld? Oh. So, okay. I could talk about Underworld all day. I'm a huge fan <laughs> of Underworld. I, I love Underworld. Oh my God, Kate Beckinsale, I love oh you. Oh my God, yes. um, No, <laughs> it was, <laughs> yeah, it was, it was um, not, oh, not why no. It was like a woman and she's like, anyway, I'll, I'll think of it, I'll think of it when oh we're talking God. about something else. Yeah, but like, I think if you introduced it now with what, what's been already put out as yeah, in regards to vampires and everything, it wouldn't hold a candle to anything mm -mm. because this movie was like, you're like, oh, great, that's cute. And then it was like, because you had interviewed the vampire, then you had like, you had Queen of the Queen of the Damned, and then you had like Blade, which didn't come out. I think that in, I think it came out either before or a little bit after this movie, yeah. which Blade I loved. Before, so. Yeah, which I loved Blade. I thought yeah. it was okay for what it was in the time that it was made, right? Like Wesley Snipes, great. Like you were just into Wong Fu and now you're like playing this badass like vampire killer who's like doing all this stuff. I'm just like, you're great. Like you're an awesome person. Um, how do we feel about our now expectations versus our before expectations? Like, do you think this film could have held a candle? Like as it was released, do you feel like this was something that is a product of its time and should stay there? Uh, yeah, well, we actually um, recently watched at the New Beverly at, um, was Bram Stoker's Dracula? Bram, Bram Stoker's Dracula. Oh yeah, yeah. Um, Coppola one, yeah. And like, in my perspective, I feel like it really opened my eyes of like the artfulness of what vampire and like, I don't know what kind of like vampire movies can like offer like art wise. Mm -hmm. So I don't know. I feel like you know with this movie with A Queen of the Damned, it should just stay in its time. Maybe like I'm not understanding because like I feel like I watched it way after it opened, but maybe it like helped. In your perspective, do you guys feel like it paved the way for like other vampire movies to kind of perfect it more, or does it just kind of just thrown together? It doesn't really matter. I I think personally, because because Twilight came out what like a good six years or so after, so like yeah. the, the, this wasn't even in the back of their minds. I, uh, I don't think. Mm -hmm. um, yeah, I I don't know. I was walking into this expecting a good campy time and. <laughs> there's some parts there's definitely some parts but it's it just bored me to be honest yeah, yeah. um 
and yeah the the thing the thing about it is, is like i can't imagine this movie this movie came out and it was already 20 years dated it felt like yeah <laughs> like, it, just, it just seems so directly from 2001 2002 Mm. Yeah. So, so what I'm hearing is we need to put nails in this coffin, right? Like we need to put nails in this coffin. Yeah, do you feel like it's a, it's just a product of the time and should stay oh, there? Definitely. Like for me, I think for me definitely is I have nostalgia goggles for this movie. Yeah, yeah. It's that like that's I, what I was. Yeah, like I can technically still rewatch this on the side, listening to music and what's going on instead. But no, yeah, no, this is definitely a product of that time and. <laughs> yeah. um q said like that the, a yearbook photo of yourself you know yeah. <laughs> i'm not kidding you i literally like i was like when when i think stephanie asked me oh do you want to do um uh, queen of the damned i was like i haven't heard that name in probably 20 years and i was like oh crap so then i like i like i told you i was watching it at work like oh my gosh i hope nobody's like my boss, my boss doesn't know I'm doing this, but um, <laughs> I, like I was watching it at work while I was working, so I have a computer, and then I was watching my laptop, and I was like, there was just parts where I was like, what? Mm. Like, what? That is so inconsistent. Okay, and it, but back then you don't have that eye, right? Like you have the eye of Lestat as this sexy sort of like beast, and you're like, what is he doing? And then all of a sudden Jesse comes out, and you're like, oh cool, she's like doing something that I want to do, which is go and visit a vampire bar. Um, you know, and then, right? Because it was like when True Blood came out, I like crap my pants because I was like, this is the best show ever on the planet. Um, but then, you know, you, I, I do agree with you. There wasn't diversity in this cast mm-hmm. at all. Like there wasn't any diversity in this cast. There wasn't any diversity in the film at all. It just mm-hmm. seemed like it was a regurgitation and like a remake of what they've already tried to do. But then they sort of didn't stylistically you know, do the right thing in this. And it just sort of came yeah. up a huge mess, right? I think they just try too hard. It's like yeah. to hold the whole, em- yeah. like for me also like the whole emphasis, like, oh, Lestat is a vampire. I have him like, you know, crawling on the walls and doing Which was all weird. The- yeah. And then like, you see the girls just standing there like, ha, ha, ha. Just, like yeah, as they're, they're like- still watching him, they're still like, ha, ha, ha. if I saw someone already like, uh, like even like a foot off the floor, like, uh, uh, like Spider-Man Ow. against the wall, I'm like, mm-mm. <laughs> yeah they were like watching and then the way that he killed them i was like that was this like yeah, it was, was slow You're i was slow. like watching it yeah he fell and then he was just like they're just squirming in this pile and i'm like there's two of them is his, his is his like lower body just like forcing one down while he's like biting yeah. the other i'm yeah. just like no yeah. like com- like um like uh compared to like interview with the vampire where you see the deaths i'm sorry those deaths were like gorgeously done like yeah. do you remember that scene where like he was like trying to seduce that that sex uh that sex worker the girl and then like he's like making out with her he bites her tit and yeah. then she's like turned on until she looks down this is exactly right? what i said watching the movie like i i remember watching that on tv in, in 
thousands and and still being disturbed you know i'll just see a little blood on her chest and it's like oh god what the hell just happened you know yeah and it gets bigger and it's just like blood yeah. just coming out of the wound you don't see the wound but you see that blood stain blood. just getting bigger and bigger and it's like all the deaths done in interviewing the vampire was so gorgeous like the way that claudia killed the way that like you know and like even louis like you know louis doesn't like to kill in the beginning but like all of it was done and here just like you said earlier it's just like i <laughs> that's literally what it was and it's and the then, teeth like, growing longer they're like <laughs> oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah um always, uh, always one of my favorite parts of a vampire movie just how like the actors just it's like yeah. <laughs> yeah um q says the coppola version was good but nothing beats the classic dracula with bella lugosi respect Wait, right? Like, well, you can't, you can't say, yeah, you, yeah, that for sure is one you can watch all over again. I, one of my personal favorites was Nosferatu. I think Nosferatu was one of my favorite old vampire movies because he's so goofy and then like, but like goofy looking, but then you're like, oh, that was actually supposed to be a, like a scary movie for its time, right? Like that was like, oh, yeah. supposed to scare people. I don't um, know if you remember this Spongebob episode. Uh, yes. 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 Oh. Like, I always remembered Nosferatu popping in. That scared the hell out of me when I was a kid. I had no, oh, yeah. no idea what that hmm. was. Because then he like turns the light off and says, Nosferatu. Oh my gosh, that's funny. Um, uh, oh, and then I I just found out Nosferatu turns 100 this year. Oh. <gasps> We're gonna have to happy birthday happy birthday no it's public domain yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it's scarier let's, okay than the movie we're talking I, about really. i have an idea let's do a nosferatu meets queen of the damned remake just kidding we're not going to do that <laughs> ever in the history of human history isn't that technically um, dracula 2000 with gerald butler <laughs> oh my god a much better movie than this one i have to say <laughs> you know um, I'm really upset that I can't remember that series. See, it wasn't that memorable, but I watched every single season and it was trash. Uh, oh, Van Helsing. It was Ooh. the new Van Helsing with the woman. Oh, that one. See, I, for me, Van Helsing with Forever, the best one for me is the one with um, Hugh Jackman. Yeah. Kate Beckinsale. Yeah, hell yeah. Absolutely. Anything, I just think anything with Kate Beckinsale is like, oh, yeah, no, definitely perfect. No, I would, I would literally do a non watch review for every underworld movie that has ever existed. Mm. Like, I would, like, you want to talk about obsession? Uh, I've every single underworld on like DVD, 4K, blue, like, every, I just, I love it. I love it. It's so good. Um, it's so good. But yeah. Um, so, so if you want to give me homework, yeah, I'll, I'd be glad. Yes. Like, oh my gosh. You on Netflix, right? Or they were on I'll, Netflix. I'll Some of them are. Yeah, I think some of them are. A lot of them, I think, I got to look, but they're available on some streaming platforms. I'll talk to the producer to see if we can do it. But um, that would be so good. I love Underworld. Oh my gosh, yes. Yeah. <laughs> um, okay, okay, friends. So do we have any final thoughts on the movie? Is there anything else that you'd like to add? Um, um, I wanted to add, because, because um, like, yeah, yeah, I was explaining, um, so many things in that book sound very interesting and you get slivers you get slivers of very interesting things in this movie like at the very end um they're introduced to this character i can't remember any character names except for lestat but 
um yeah it, there's this old vampire lady and she's explaining how um she was turned and uh, her daughter oh maharat she, yeah yeah and she raised she basically was the mother to all these human children throughout you know hundreds of years mm -hmm. and i was thinking while she was explaining it's like oh that's the movie i want to watch <laughs> oh, that's some interesting stuff there yeah and yeah, like there's there's slivers of that throughout this movie, and there's just there's just nothing going on, you know. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. And then, yeah, uh, and uh, sorry, sorry, uh, I gotta mention that action sequence at the concert. More better. <laughs> was better. Yeah, it's just <laughs> it's more engaging. Oh god, it's just like, and then the crowd, how they're all like, yeah. Yeah, it just made it so much cheesier. <laughs> I loved, I loved the the newspaper clip that said drugs, drugs in the in water. water. <laughs> <laughs> That's how you explain that. Mm -hmm. Like, really, everybody saw it. Nobody like. And, and aren't vampires? Delay? People know what vampires are now, so you don't need to do that. True. That's true. So. Alex, any final thoughts? Any final like? I know you were crushed, and I'm so sorry that that happened no, to you. Okay. <laughs> no, it's terrible. Like. Mm -hmm. It's like if I were to watch, like, I don't know, if I were to watch another movie that I thought was great, like, I, like sometimes I will just, to prove I'm not insane, I will watch Twilight just to make sure that it was a horrible movie because I used to, I used to love the Twilight too. Oh, I, I camped out. Yeah, we, 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 uh, I, I for sure, I for sure like them for their camp appeal. I think they deliver yeah. on camp appeal for mm -hmm. sure. They're not, but they're like, not very good movies, but. No, I watch it and I'm like why did I wait overnight to get tickets to meet the stars yeah. so I could get it so I still have the poster in my room signed by like um uh the, the guy that played Charlie Billy um and like I still have it but I'm like a really good performance yeah, of those good. movies yeah anyway Alex what did you think any last thoughts any any uh, last words I feel like when I when I heard about Queen of the Dam to do this for for non watch review, I was like, oh, awesome. I'm gonna like just buy it on Apple, like with no regret. <laughs> like, I just was straight up like, the poster looks great. Like, the actors, like we were saying before, like visually without like them acting, like they look like the part, you know? Like, and as soon as we like, I purchased it and then we started watching it, I was like, oh no, I spent how much money on this? Like, <laughs> obviously, I if it's on any streaming services first, but I was like, Oh, I'll put it on and maybe like other people will come over and we could just have this song playing in the background or something. It's like, it's going to be a good investment. And then I was like, oh no, like this is a total regret buy. Um, so that's just my final thoughts. Aesthetically, like the movie poster just really framed a different perspective of me mm. rewatching it. That's a great poster. It. That is a great. Point. It is. Absolutely. Yeah. The poster gets five bags of yeah. popcorn. <laughs> <laughs> pre pre movie pre movie yeah. um okay and yaya what any final thoughts anything you seem to be the expert <laughs> so. oh my gosh um well one i wish that they kept the original ending of the book because the original one was actually not them sucking out of akasha's blood and then her turning to dust and that kind of stuff um but was that her brain and heart was eaten it was torn out of her and consumed by one of the um by because in the film like what was it maher took on her like sleep or something like that mm -hmm, mm -hmm. but in the book it was actually like um her brain was consumed in front of everyone it was like 
Cool. And I'm like, it, I thought that that would have been so much cooler than, than just all like sucking her and then like some of them burning up and like, ah. But yeah, um, the CGI, oh, geez. Yeah. Terrible. So I mean, was, keep yeah. in mind it's 2002. It is 2002. <laughs> but you know um, what? We had, what did we have? We had Lord of the Rings back then. We had, oh, we had some good that's stuff. True. We had some that's good true. stuff then. That's but. true. Like, I, as I said, like, you know, for me, I had fond memories of this film as a young angsty preteen. And it's kind of hard to, in a way, accept that this was bad. <laughs> yeah, it's, absolutely. I'm a little crushed by some. I'm just like, oh. But yeah. I'm sorry. It's okay, but uh, yeah, hopefully, no, hopefully, there is a TV series that's coming out soon. Oh, oh really? There is a TV series uh, coming out, and uh, it's supposed to be like a, a more accurate portrayal of the Vampire Chronicles. Good. And the casting so far looks pretty good. Um, yeah. I'm really, really excited for that. But um, as much as I don't like Anne Rice anymore, really sad for mm. how she was. Um, she actually said that this movie bastardized her work. She herself has said that on her own platform. Mm. So that has to say for some. A stake and, and a couple of nails in this coffin mm-hmm. is I think for me, it was that nostalgic time period where everybody is just trying to do stuff and mm-hmm. everybody like you're, you're like, right, you're a teenager. And uh, you know, I aged myself by saying I was freshman in high school when it came out. Um, but I feel First like grade. that, yeah. <laughs> I feel like that I feel like that was the time that was the the, the 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 audience it was pulled in a lot of my friends really loved this movie and so I think you know seeing it now versus then it's sort of um it's different it's nostalgic I won't watch it again it's not worth it I feel like it's very forgettable but it was nice to kind of just do something like this to talk with people about it so it's really awesome um so I just wanted to say that's kind of all we have time to talk about the 2002 the queen of the damned um thank you everybody for tuning in um that watched nom talk live and nom talk review um shout out to all my guests here yes yaya for bringing all of the yesification of the books as well as any review alex and ethan it was wonderful getting to know you see you um talk with you hearing all of your wonderful and valid opinions on this uh, wonderful film um, I would just like to ask, yeah, yeah, where can we find you? What's going on? Well, you can find me on YouTube at J Palace, yeah, yeah. Um, I upload every other week re- uh, talking about Chinese culture, Chinese history, Chinese traditions, and all that fun stuff. But you can also find me on Twitch. I stream Mondays, Wednesdays, Fridays at 3 p.m. to 5 p.m. Uh, Pacific Standard Time. And uh, it is at uh, my Hamachi. And you can find me on other social media, like, you know, stuff as well, Instagram, either at J Palace, yeah, yeah, or at my Hamachi. Yay! Awesome. That sounds great. Um, and let's start with Alex. Where can we find you? What are you up to? Oh, uh, so actually both of us have an account on Instagram uh, called Once Upon a Time in Whitwood. Uh, so basically we just kind of recently started it, um, but we obviously love films and we really appreciate you guys love, uh, love of films as well. Um, but yeah, we just basically, um, you know, around the LA area or just watching at home, just have little things that we like to basically comment on. And if you want to add a little bit more what we do. Um, yeah, uh, me and my buddy Josh, we're, uh, we're currently starting a podcast. We haven't released anything yet. Um, we recorded at least two, maybe uh, three. The first one we did kind of drunk, so it's not going to happen. <laughs> but um, yeah, uh, I'm sure we'll be on here again. And yeah, I'll plug that next time. But I'm um, also on Letterboxd. Um, I'm Real Stoner Views, R-E-E-L. Yes. Yo, N-E-R-V-I. 
ews yeah so you could find me there you could read all my thoughts on whatever so that's great that's awesome well thank you all for coming uh my name is jordan you can find me at city of stars 13 on instagram um this is sort of like my like alter ego at night i kind of like doing <laughs> nerd dumb and geek dumbs and doing nom watch with stephanie it's been really great um so I don't know if you all know or any of your viewers know. So Not Much Review is now in podcast form. If you missed this live stream, don't worry. You can listen to it the next day on Google Podcasts, Breaker, Spotify, or wherever you get your wonderful little podcasts. Um, and you can subscribe and review. Um, don't forget to subscribe to our YouTube channel, youtube.com slash Network. Like us on Facebook at facebook.com slash Network, as well as here on Twitch. Um, and then I would please like to thank and send all the loves, hugs, and kisses to our wonderful producer tonight, Miss Stephanie Sandmeyer. You did awesome. We loved the little cameo, the little uh, guest appearance that you did earlier um, mm -hmm. yes. for neck for neck daddy. Neck that's daddy. definitely something I'm going to be using for the rest of my life until the day I die and become a vampire. So it's going to be great. So thank you so much, Stephanie. Um, so tune into our next show. It's going to be basic binges and we're they're going to be viewing the woman in the house across the street from the girl in the window um and that's going to be tomorrow um so make sure you tune in for all of that um so until then i'm your host jordan norosco and you all have a wonderful namorific day we will see you later bye everyone bye this was fun <laughs>